Welcome to Side Talks. Let it go. Let it go. What is this? I'm trying to catch Disney's attention, Corey. Is this Princess Elsa? This is. We're a kind little podcast. Nobody has ever accused us of being a kind little podcast. We're so kind, we just do our little business and sue anyone who gets in our path. Oh my God. We're Disney. Okay, (laughs) well... I was trying to catch Disney's attention and I couldn't do it. Yeah. I couldn't you, stay with the So with much the, for the kindness. The kindness thing. Yeah. I had to go straight for the, you know, to the Disney insult. Well, please, please please don't sue us. Um my name's Corey Craft. Oh, that's right. Are we allowed to mention the name Disney? I don't see why what? not. Who's that coming through the door with a giant axe? Oh god, it's it's Mickey Mouse. <laughs> <laughs> oh man, I'm Rachel Morgan. Uh this is a podcast. So now it's time for a segment of the podcast called Phone a Friend, where we do just that. Phone a friend. Hello. Hey, Duder. It's Rachel and Corey. Hey. Hey. So I am seriously super close to the house, but um, I'm in the van right now and it's raining. So it's kind of a little noisy. Is that is that a problem? Do you want to call me right back? Is that a possibility? Brad, does that sound okay? Does everything sound okay to you? Yeah, I think we're good. We're good. Okay, well, the problem is I wanted to refer to my notes, and I have to put you on speakerphone to look at my phone, and then I feel like you'll hear the rain more. Um, I think we'll be okay. Uh, we'll let you know, though. Let's let's roll okay, with it. Okay, hold on. I'm going to put you on speakerphone and see okay. what happens. Now we're really cruising, and it's louder. I think we'll be all right. Okay. It's kind of like ambiance. Okay, is that really... I mean, are you sure? I think we're all right. Let's, let's roll with it. Should we, like... Hold on. Should we start from the top? No, I think I we. I, I think up? people like to. I, I think people, that's what people love about yeah, us. Yeah, it reveals the process. It's what gets us all these okay. listeners. Oh wow! Yeah. All right. Well, if you insist, I do. Um. <laughs> um okay. Well, um, you want to know what I've been watching? I absolutely want to know what you've been watching. I assume that's what's in your notes, but you never know. Um, I am so excited about it. Okay, I had never ever seen Point Break. Uh, Are you kidding? How awesome. is that? No. How the hell is that the case? I don't know. I never saw it. And Tommy was so like shocked. So he's like, oh, we got to see it. So, I mean, he's a big fan. So, right. and he is right here beside me in the van. And I asked if he wanted to be a special guest star. But he said, no, this, if they call me, I'll talk to them. But no, this is for you. Tony, hey, like Tony, can you hear us? Yeah, I can hear you. Okay. Well, hi, Tony. Hi. I can't believe Lisa had never seen. I, I can't believe Lisa had never seen Point Break. I can't either. It's uh, it's astounding. It is. It is. Well, Lisa, let's hear your take on it. Okay. Well, I mean, oh my God, there was so much hot Keanu and hot uh, Peaceways. Oh my God, and hot Lori Petty. Totally. Like everybody peaking right now. They look so good. They were thriving um, in that moment. Thriving, thriving. in that. Uh, <laughs> Um, okay, so let's see a few notes. Oh my gosh, there was Dr. Cox from Scrubs. Yeah, hot John C. McGinley. I this well, movie okay, is hot. yeah, we'll put him on the. He's, I guess he's, yeah, the McDreamy. Hottest, the hottest, yeah, dreamy. And he had a good line. I don't know if you remember this line, but when he was talking to Keanu at the beginning, he said, "You're young, dumb, and full of cum." Oh wow. Yep. They they yeah. really they used that in that. That's right. Oh, Catherine Bigelow. Um. Another line that I particularly liked was a line from the one and the only Gary Busey. And it said, he said, L.A. has changed a lot during that time. The air got dirty and the sex got clean. 
Oh, and uh, you know who would know? Gary Busey. <laughs> you know, Gary was particularly enjoyable throughout this whole movie. I really thought he was bringing his Gary A game, you know? Like, he was just really fun and silly and, I don't know, he was great. He was, Agreed. He was a, a favorite character yeah. up here. But, Strongly I mean, that's always is with Gary. Yeah, that Busey, that um, Busey A game is, is, when it's on, it's on. It's on, it's so on. Um, let's see. Okay, some other notes. Like, there were so many montages. Like, a montage of, you know, training, training, special agent training, and a montage of surfing, and then there was the beach football. And Tony said, when I commented on all the montages, he said, that's a way to fit in all of the midriff. That's true. That is true. How else are you going to do it? (laughs) Um, let's see. Oh, and, um... Speaking of midriffs and hot things, um, when Lori Petty and Keanu, they like surf bone. <laughs> they do. Yeah, they do. They do. Oh, man. And then they kind of like slept on the beat. I mean, it was wild. I thought that like, and they were woke up in the morning. And I was like, surely some like families are going to show up or maybe a sea turtle cop or someone will find them and think, what are you guys doing here? And, you know, but, uh, you know, they never show that part of the film. Yeah. But, um, they, they, that yeah, scene got cut. <laughs> um, and an interesting factoid, speaking of surfboards, just like a few days ago, um, Bree, uh, one of my friends, Brianna, shout out, Brianna Conley Saxon, she was driving from LA back to Boise through the desert and she found a surfboard on the side of the road. What? There's a story I there. Know, but she totally pulled it out. Well, she couldn't really like pull over. She had to do this thing where you drive like 20 minutes out of your way to do a loop to get back to it. But you know how, you know how the desert is. Um, and she got a surfboard and brought it back to Boise, and apparently yesterday she and Bryant put it in the river and tried to both sit on it and immediately sank. So oh. they need some tips from Patrick Swayze on Lori Petty, it sounds like. Clearly, or maybe not, because whoever's behind, whatever stories behind that surfboard could involve all kinds of shenanigans like we see in Point Break. Mm. Yes, exactly. Um, but yeah, I mean, this movie had it all. There were so many things. There was car chases. There was foot chases through houses. There yep. were, uh, there was bank robberies, which I love the president's mask vibe. I mean, that's like a cliche essentially, but they did it so well, you know? And I mean, I so, think that that's the president mask that sparked a thousand president masks. I think it is too. Exactly. I think so too. That's what I thought. I was like, this is why that's the thing. Cause of the right. movie, I, I think that this is where the kind of maybe the genesis of that concept came. Yeah. And, I'd love um, for yeah, somebody out there to prove otherwise. Cause I do. I think this is the, this is the spark to that fire. It has to be. Right? Yeah. I thought it might be, too. And a really great scene was when they were lighting that car on fire, and he had the Reagan mask, and he's, like, spraying a fire flame gasoline torch, and it's slow motion. It's really great. It's a very America scene. It really is. Happy Fourth. <laughs> <laughs> and um, another thing that felt very America, especially America in the 90s, these banks that they robbed, there's just so many people in the banks in the 90s all the time. There's tons of bank action. I never go to the bank anymore. It's all digital. But, like, if I do, there's, like, one other person in a, like, a yeah. tumbleweed, you know? Who, banking was huge back then. Well, I mean, think about it, Lisa. That's back in the day when if you got that $5.41 check, you had to go into the bank and deposit that. Or, you or right about get that. the cash. Right. <laughs> um, oh, another little tiny note. Was, okay, I wonder about this. At one point, when Keanu is doing police work and he's talking about having trailed some of these, these fellows, he mentions that they were at Patrick's Roadhouse. Do oh. you think 
Uh huh. Mm. Just a little, a little roadhouse, little reference, a little callback. Kind of I thing. think it, it has to be. be. I think I know it has I, to be. I know, we need to get on that IMDb page and do a little deep dive. But I can't imagine that's not. That's got to be a little referential. Yeah. That's a little. That's a little totally. tip. The hat, which we all appreciate. Yeah. We love. Um, oh, and another fun little thing that I noticed too is Brian Baumgartner, Kevin from The Office. Yeah, he plays a security guard in the bank scene. Oh no way! Yes, so, and they're like laying on the ground, and he's a security guard, but he's kind of he's there's like an undercover cop in there, and he's kind of they're talking to each other, and we were like, is that is that Kevin? And um, we checked, and it totally is. Wow! Cute. And another fun cameo, or well, I guess not really a cameo. I guess he's a fully a character, but um, my boy Anthony Kiedis is in this movie. He's one of the surfer or bad dudes. Oh, and, you're right. And you know what, Lisa? Uh-huh. Shocker, which I don't think that you're going to be terribly surprised about one part of this, and that is that I opened the podcast last episode with a little... And, <laughs> and Brad, our engineer, happened to be wearing an RHCP t-shirt... <gasps> And no now way. you're talking about the one and only Anthony Kiedis. It's I just, just nothing but chili peppers. Nothing but a nothing, nothing but a pepper week. <laughs> well, and you know, this is the second movie that I've discussed that features Anthony Kiedis. That's true. Um, and also Flea is in basically every film in the 90s. Yeah, that's true. Late 80s, end well, of the I mean, 90s. I, you know, I thought, you know, this one, what's the one with the... With the Chase. The Chase, yeah, that's the other one. And, um... And I was mentioning that one, too, and, and Tony says that this one and that one could be a double feature, and it could be called the Anthony Kiedis Collection. I love it. I, <laughs> a- absolutely. There should, be a sh- there should be a section of the video store that's like Anthony Kiedis. It would be two films. The Flea section. Flea section's quite a bit Pretty significant. Yeah. <laughs> um, yeah, I mean, I just really enjoyed it. Like, it was so fun, and um, stuff just kept happening. And I, you know, I was already kind of tired when we started it. We started it late, and I was like, I don't know if I'm going to make it. And Tony's like, Oh, buckle up! You won't be able to stop once you start. And <laughs> so he's true. not even wrong. Like, so true. So true. So yeah, it was. There wasn't quite as much surfing as I would think, but I think because the things that there were in addition to the surfing, like bank robberies, were really fun. That it balanced out the surfing. You know what I mean? There was plenty of surfing. It was beautifully shot. But um, I just thought there would be more. I guess because you yeah, know, more water action. Surfing bike. But lots of bank robbing and, you know, again, the foot chases and the car chases. Lots of everything. All the things. It had everything. And the best skydiving action scene, I think, ever. Oh, my gosh. Oh, the whole time I was like, thank you for bringing that. I kept thinking, like, how did they film this? Yeah. And, like, how much of this is real? And I know, well, Tony says that he thought that Patrick Swayze was an avid skydiver. And we know with his, like, dancing history he's got a lot of you know control and things so i could believe that he really does do that but he is a renaissance yeah, man was, really was a renaissance, renaissance. man r.i.p oh, mm. r.i.p to the max well this um, is a great summer choice i mean it really it was so good there was yeah one, it was definitely one year when i screened this on the side of the pool and i you must not have been there lisa that's a, that sucks because this, this is yeah. a great poolside choice yeah, this is it was so we thought it was a perfect Fourth of July weekend summer spectacular, and I couldn't believe I hadn't seen it. So now I'm I'm pretty excited. Oh, and there was one other note I have here. Um, they said to the dead souls inching along the freeway in their metal coffins. Wow, I like that. <laughs> wow, yeah, that must be yeah. me right now in this van. Sorry, it, it, to- it totally is. Uh, 
I got to get that board. Well, so we're going out to Boise next week, so maybe I'll hop on that board and see <laughs> what my skills are like. I feel like that's exactly the city to do that in. <laughs> yeah, right. Well, we'll let you get out of that metal coffin um, and on your way. But thanks for pointing out Point Break. Yes. And um, I'm glad I had a special little guest star here today with Tony. You want to say bye? Bye, everyone. Bye. Bye. (laughs) Bye. See y'all later. Bye. It is that time, the time where you pick a city. Oh boy, uh, I'm nervous. I know uh, you should be, and I mean, in your defense, it's getting it's getting crucial. It's yeah. getting a little like how many cities can you know? There's only so many cities in the U.S. where we shoot movies That's that true. are obvious at least. Right. So, so I'm um, gonna ke- keep my fingers crossed for like Fargo, Minnesota, or something yeah, like that. Keep them crossed pretty tight. Okay. All right, are you ready? Because yep. I'm gonna keep my finger moving across this list, which I don't think you can really make out from where you are. But even if you could tell me one to stop please stop oh i'm so sorry oh boy virginia beach virginia beach nobody's ever filmed a movie in virginia beach this <laughs> is a trick question you that something has been filmed in virginia beach virginia beach and i am going to be honest actually i do know a film but anyway you I, this is all about you and your abilities oh, not mine god Oh, Virginia Beach. I could be wrong about mine, too. But I'm going to give you a second to kind of think, because I feel like there's... I bet the list list of films that are shot in Virginia Beach is longer than we think. Mm. Sam, you want to... While Corey's contemplating, um, and, and as I'm about to talk and tell the one I think is the, is the has been shot there, at least a little bit, um, do you want to... Pull up and see what you can find out, and and because I feel like Corey's not going to get. This. I'm trying to think of just like shit that's shot on the East Coast, right? Mm-hmm. And like the only thing coming to mind is like all those Nicholas Sparks adaptations set on a beach somewhere, but I feel like that's further south, like South Carolina, yeah, Georgia coast, you know that sort of thing. Tybee, Charleston, right, right, right. So, so I don't think that's it. Um, oh, like where does the notebook take place? It's probably That's not in question. Virginia Beach, but I, could be, could be. Um, I believe that the scene, I believe that there are a couple of scenes from the film I Used to Be Darker that were shot in Virginia mm, Beach. Yeah, I, I still haven't seen that, so I, I wouldn't have gotten that. I think that might be because if I'm remembering correctly, there's a, you know, part of the inciting incident is a, is a relative from out of town comes into town, right? And I believe that she's living in Virginia Beach. Um, I think I think that I think I'm right there, but we'll retract if if not. Um, but we'll we'll pause for one second. Sam, do you, do you have anything? Okay, what? What? Oh my God, Corey, Captain Phillips! Captain, How did you um, miss it? Captain Phillips, uh, in in a, was shot on a boat in the ocean, Sam. So like, what are we even talking? <laughs> of course, about here? it was. I'm still I'm shocked about Ferris Bueller though. I am too. That's bizarre. That's a very Chicago movie. Very Chicago film. Like what the hell scene was shot there? Anyway, wow. um, Very interesting. Well, we'll we'll you know we'll do. I feel like this. I feel like what Sam has told us is a big beacon for let's do a little bit more deep diving on Virginia Beach because who knew? 
<laughs> and, and of course, your precious Captain Phillips. Shot on a um, boat in the ocean. Oh we God. all know this. So, um, yeah. Anyway, that's um, that's Pick a City. Corey didn't get it. He lost. All right. Relax. Um, and you know what we're going to do? We're not even going to pause for this. We're going to go straight into retraction. Which is, of course, stuff that I missed last time. Well, kind of. You got some stuff. I mean, I feel like, you know, I, I feel like you weren't totally wrong. I said Pee Wee's Big Adventure right. for San Antonio right. because of the Alamo. Um, but here are a few other films that one of which I think you're going to be. I don't know that you're going to come right off the top of your head with, oh, I should have known that. But uh, I think you're going to be like, oh, that hurts my heart that I didn't get it. Okay. Um, and that is Giant from yeah. 1956. Oh, come on. Um, so that means that the one and only James Dean spent a little time in yeah. San Antonio. I bet he looked hot in San Antonio. I wouldn't have gotten that, but I probably should have. Selena? Okay, that Which makes sense. Which is a really great, yeah. fun film. I mean, not a great film, but a fun film to watch. Yeah. Um, Miss Congeniality. Would never have thought Which that. my fr- our friend of ours, Farrah White, who's done some interviews, is mm-hmm. in Miss Congeniality. She, oh, no way. Yeah, and she's not a big role, but she's in it. And she lives in Dallas, so it kind of makes sense. It's a little bit of a Texas film. Yeah, that's cool. Okay. Um, and then this one I am really thrown by, but something apparently from Indiana Jones and the Last Crusade was shot in San Antonio. I'd have to think about what that is. Maybe so, it's like the the opening sequence with River Phoenix and the, yeah. the circus train. I don't know. Yeah, maybe. So we'll do an even deeper dive on San Antonio and, of course, a deeper dive on Virginia Beach, and we'll come back to this. But um, these are interesting films to pen to these cities. Thank you so much for listening to this episode of Side Talks. We're your own personal cinematic Taco Bell and Del Taco. I've never had Del Taco. I love Del Taco. I would so much rather be Del Taco. Let me tell you part of why. Okay. First of all, it's better. All right. Second of all, they have Impossible Burger. Do they really? Like you can get a little taco with Impossible Meat. Okay. Mm-hmm. All right. So I like it. Nice. This is Del Taco, if you'd like to sponsor us. Where we is actually a, where is a Del coupons. Taco? Um, you've got to go to Georgia. Yeah. So there's not one around here, but still superior all the same. Okay. Um, yeah. So thanks to Beltwell Studios. Uh, visit us on the internet at sidewalkfest.com or on social media at Sidewalk Film on Twitter, Facebook, and Instagram. All kinds of news to come out soon about the Sidewalk Film Festival to be held downtown, uh, in August in Birmingham's theater district. We're back. Uh, that's so exciting. So so visit us on social media and our website uh, for more information about that. And, of course, as always, what's playing at the Sidewalk Cinema. Of course. And a, a quick shout to Splash 96 for our music. We Hell love yeah. you. And, uh, yeah, thanks for listening again. Bye. Bye. Batwell Studios Podcast Division. Your words, our expertise.